one of the biggest things I like is your know, custom updates on scores. It's just not a regular score. It's a photo edited on that. It's on the fly. It's the coolest thing, man. Well, you know, my thing is this is uh, sometimes when people aren't at the game, you want to give them something. And then for me, when it comes to social media, um, visualization is key, you know, and, and also it includes memories. And sometimes you don't get that with a lot of individuals. They do that or they only it's a blurred out picture. And, I, and I'm, over the years, I've been just trying to get better and better with it. Well, I thought it was going to be a real tight game. Even Milton lost some players. I thought it was going to be closer than that. And, I mean, I just mean, Pebblebrook just came out like they had something to prove or they are mad or something. Well, I mean, the one thing about um, Pebblebrook and Coach Washington, he had his guys ready to play. And, you know, those guys responded. You know, Tommy, Tommy Young, who's headed to Ryder, um, Jordan Brown who, again, came out and, you know, showed the ability to be able to play. You know, those those guys came in and they came out focused. And I don't, I don't want to call it something to prove as much as something to say. Milton got a turnaround game. It's not a pushover game. They got to play Etowah tomorrow. So that's not going to be a pushover game coming off a heartbreaking loss like that. And then they got to turn around and play Etowah. That's not a gimme game, right there. Though. Right, no, I, I, I'm with you on that. It's definitely not a gimme game. So, you know, they they got to figure out what it is that they need to put together in the drawing board to get them to where they need to be. Warning: The following program contains world premiere certified ball players, incredible interviews, latest hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia. Acute player hater disorder. No jumper. No handles. Allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. The License to Ball podcast where certified ballers play, and now here's your host, Hip Hop. Thank you for another one, episode nine. We're going to be covering the TLC Classic over there at Willard. It's an event that's been going on for several years now with a lot of top teams. They put on a good event over there, they fill up that big new gym. That I like to say Jalen Brown built. A lot of teams came over there and played. A lot of games. D1 talent on display. A lot of guys already signed to commit. We're going to cover Milton, Pebblebrook. That game right there was was a good game even it wasn't close it still was a good game you got to saw players play and see how the season going on that Willie McKeetrin was over there 
McKeach, I like to say, stole on Wheeler. They got Wheeler when it wasn't kind of wasn't looking. Wheeler was down a couple of men. So they went in and got a got a victory. That's why you play the game. Hey, you can't take nothing away from McKeachin from winning that game. Even Willard were down players. McKeachin would have did the same thing. Coach Thompson will get him right. Gotta have a positive attitude, upbeat attitude. I love that guy. That's my actually Coach Thompson that was my first time over the TLC meeting him officially. And I was very pleased, really physically meeting him for the first time and talking. We've been knowing each other, but we never physically met. And I think he's going to be fine with this team. He's going he gonna to have this team going in the right direction. And you also got Pace Academy, East Quieta game. East Quieta is first time, I think, this season, in my personal opinion, they really played a top-notch team. And they kind of got blindsided. They're going to be back to the drawing board. And that's going to go and improve and make East Quieta a better team. That happening to him. And I appreciate all the downloads I'm getting from this show, the License of Ball podcast. If you're looking for the show, you got to add on podcasts onto the end. We got a thief using the name, so it's confusing a lot of viewers, but this License of Ball podcast, and thank for everybody joining this show now. The License of Ball podcast. When we come back from break, we're going to have Alfonso from sideline to baseline. Going to join the show and he's going to give his takeaways from the game and what players stood out to him and his take on it when we come back from break. top teams in Georgia, under one roof. We start with the main event. Connie Young scored 21 points to lead Pebblebrook to a 64-47 victory over Milton. McEachern runs away from Wheeler-Brandon Sparks, had 31 points and 6 assists to help lead. McEachern to a 86-63 win over Wheeler. Pace Academy took care business against East Cowda, Beating them 73-48, Cincinnati commit Josh Reed led all scorers with 21 points, North Cobb Christian 79. Furta Prep 67, Albert Wilson had 28 points and 18 rebounds to lead the Eagles to a non-region victory. This is the Hard Hoots Report. Welcome back from break. We're going to bring in Alfonso from sideline, the baseline. His take on this, break down this thing. Let's go and get it in. This interview is sponsored by SUV TV Experience Sports Live Streams, original content, highlights, and more. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer so y'all can shoot. If y'all please, I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get 
Welcome, Robert Alfonso from Baseline to Sideline dot com. How you doing, man? I'm well, brother. How you doing? Doing good. Next time you come on, you have your own custom um intro, just especially for Looking you, man. Forward. Looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. I also see, man. I, I see you putting in a lot of work. When I go on online and look up stuff, I just keep <clears throat> running into your work. You like you all over the web putting in work. If nobody noticed, I'm giving you flowers because I look, I search for certain things and you are attached to it. Well, I appreciate it, man. Just trying to not only provide the information for those who are following or who are interested in what I'm doing, but more importantly just looking to continue to build the brand and, and build continue to build a respectable brand one of the biggest things i like is you know custom updates on scores it's just not a regular score it's a photo edited on that it's on the fly it's the coolest thing man well you know my thing is this is uh sometimes when people aren't at the game you want to give them something and then for me when it comes to social media um, visualization is key, you know, and, and also it includes memories. And sometimes you don't get that with a lot of individuals. They do that or they only, it's a blurred out picture. And I, and I'm over the years, I've been just trying to get better and better with it. I feel you. And uh, now you, you came a long way with that, man. I don't know who came over that first. I see a lot of people doing that, but it's really something neat and personalized. I, I can't put a number on it, but it, I have to think at least increase your following by 30%, a third of your following because just doing stuff like that and how you personalize it and you get the message across so much more than just typing in at Willow Hoops 53 halftime. Right. right. So and, I, and I try to do, and I, like I said, I just try to do that because again, you have people, you have dedicated fans and casual fans. And you want to catch the casual fan because the dedicated fan is going to find it regardless. You want to catch the casual fan with some visual. Other than I try to not do just strictly headshots. So that's that's just something that I'm working on this year moving forward for sure. Now, that's what's up, yeah. You don't want doing on a consistent basis, man. Got you on the shelf for that TLC at Willie this past Saturday. Bunch of games jam-packed. A lot of people in the building doing I mean, the watch. You see these these AAU coaches or these tribal teams trying to finalize their team already in the, in the middle of this season, coming to watch or protecting the players they do have. So it's a real good one, man. We, we want to go in and get it right into that Pepper Blue Milton game. Well, I thought it was going to be a real tight game. Even Milton lost some players. I thought it was going to be closer than that. And I mean, I just mean. Pebblebrook just came out like they had something to prove or they are mad or something. Well, I mean, the one thing about um, Pebblebrook and Coach Washington, he had his guys ready to play. And, you know, those guys responded. You know, Tommy Tommy Young, who's headed to Ryder. Um, Jordan Brown, who, again, came out and, you know, showed the ability to be able to play. You know those those guys came in and they came out focused and I don't and I don't want to call it something to prove as much as something to say. I mean, and I knew I know a lot of people were going to make the the comment or the understanding that hey, you know Milton was playing that first game and 
I, I get it. They lost some players, not to anybody's fault that was at the event. But, you know, one thing is for sure, um, Pebble Book and Coach Washington wanted to make sure that whether you, you thought they lost players or not, they wasn't there for the, they wasn't there for, or for the excuses. You know, they were, they were there to play. And, you know, it's not their fault that Milton's losing, lost some players. All they did was play the game in front of them. And they played it with a purpose. They played it with, with them focus. That it caught, you know, it, it probably surprised a lot more people. It probably surprised a lot more people than, than people expected. I think I wasn't surprised because losing two guys is critical. I don't care who they are, but you lose two guys that you have to go deeper into your bench. It causes some problems. And and, and I don't want to leave out Gian Simon from Pebblebrook who also had a good game. So those are just guys that just came out with a purpose to do what they needed to do. Yeah, they most definitely did. It had an overall, I mean, the whole start, I think the whole starting lineup was in double figures, but one player. That's like to me the most amazing thing about the whole about the whole thing. How it's just concerted team effort. I don't want to say four out of the five players scored 18 points or more. Only one of the players had 19. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and the thing about it, not only just that, is you had guys um, running all over the floor, crashing the boards, and like and like I I looked at and like I was talking to someone at the game and mentioned Pebble Book is a team that not only, you know, people could call their style of play ugly, whatever, but what I look at it is a bunch of guys who are literally just playing like their bodies on fire and they're running around making sure they they gang rebound, they gang play defense, they try to touch every ball coming in the lane. They attempt to, to you know, make sure people understand that they're going to be contesting. They're going to contest every shot. They're going to create some fouls. I mean, this is, and they play, and it's every person, whether they score, is responsible to provide that same energy throughout the game. Most definitely. They did. They remind me of a Shaka Smart type team, how they playing this year. Mm. No, absolutely. 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 They're a team right now that when you look at them, you're like, man, they, they really getting after it. They're really getting after it. They're really sharing the basketball. But the one thing that was um, probably the most evident part for them, how well they shot the basketball yesterday. They they shot it in a way that, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I thought, oh, by halftime, they can't continue that shooting. But they sure enough did because the defense helped. And yep. they wore and they wore they wore Milton out. I mean, they wore Milton out, and Milton's licking their wounds. Some people were upset about what the final results were, but at the end of the day, people people play who was in front of them. And trust me, Milton's been on the other side of them of what happened last night. So this isn't anything that they can't get through themselves later on. Yep, Milton got a. Turnaround game is not a pushover game. They got to play Etowah tomorrow, so that's not going. 
be a pushover game coming off a heartbreaking loss like that, and then they got to turn around and play Etowah, and that's not a gimme game. Right there, though. Right, no, I, I, I'm with you on that. It's definitely not a gimme game. So, you know, they, they got to figure out what it is that they need to put together in the drawing board to get them to where they need to be. What I like about the whole thing about the game, Coach Whitehart was very disappointed in his team, but he didn't get over emotional. He knows a long season, and he's going to have his team ready by the state playoffs. I, just, oh, I mean, it, it, it definitely is a long season, and it's definitely, you know, again, you got to make the adjustments, whether it's because their their schedule was originally the way it is, um, where this is their first game in basically three weeks or so, two weeks or so. So for whatever reasons, I mean, and then you turn around and have to play a team like Double Book again. Had they won, nobody would be nobody be complaining. But the fact that they lost in the fashion that they did, a lot of people, a lot of people want to want to be like, hey, you don't win championships in December, which you don't. But sometimes, you know, just as well as he's going to have his team prepared, if if Pebblebrook and Nolan meet again in the regular, I mean, in the postseason, I can guarantee you. Coach Washington is going to have his Falcons prepared as well. Most definitely, most definitely. I think with Milton, they have to do some soul searching. They have to find a new identity because they don't have the same identity they had three weeks ago. So they got to rediscover themselves. And once they do that, they're going to be hitting on all eight cylinders. Well, it's when you got to when you got to go deeper into your bench and use guys that and rely on guys that weren't expected to be relied on that often, it's new roles for people. Yeah. You know, I don't care what you tell me. It's new roles for people. You know, you you went from a lineup that had potentially five Division One guys in the lineup to you have three Division One guys in the lineup, plus, again, guys who may not get to a Division One offer. You know, so, and, and, and it's not to say that they're not good basketball players, but their responsibilities have been ramped up a little bit. I think one of the biggest keys to the game, and I'm not sure what I'm going to call this kid. His name escapes me, number five. He liked to fly from, swatter. He had that paint lockdown from, from Pebblebrook. From who? From Pebblebrook? He had um, the real big block. At the beginning, I mean, he set the tone in the first two minutes of the game when a guy went up for a dunk, and he basically palm blocked it. No, and, and, and yes, he, and I and the name escapes me because I also, you know, um, I'll tell you his last name here in a minute as I continue to talk. But he set the he did set the tone on what they were going to do, and then Jordan Brown set it on the offensive end and, and was playing downhill the entire night. You know, his his effort downhill was, was phenomenal because he just was focused on wanting to get wanting to get to the rim. And his last name is Perry. And I know he's a he's a guy Perry was number five who Coach Washington has spoke to me about him before. And he's a player who will is their tone setter in the back end. I mean, he's not he's not your six ten rim protector. 
but he's athletic enough that he can be your rim protector. He plays big. He plays a little bit bigger than his size. They really do. Right. Right. And Mr. Brown, what can Brown do for you? He reminds me of young Trey Golden. Oh, that's that's good. I mean, he definitely, like I said, he he really played his he played in a way that um, I'm not going to call it surprising, but it was good to see because he everyone's so focused on Tommy Young that Jordan Brown just showed, hey, you know what? There's another one over here. You know where mm-hmm. we have. We have, there's going to be two or three of us that you got to deal with in the future. So he definitely made it, made it sound, made himself be known. And Brown really just put himself in a situation again to, to provide some experience and, and some much needed offense for the Falcons. Yeah, most definitely. All right, before we get out of here, tell everybody where you can find your stuff. And check out these cool pictures you sent me posting and sending out. Well, definitely on BTS Report on Twitter, BTS underscore report. And then also I'll have it on my Instagram at BTS Report, just as it sounds. And I'll have them on base on the sideline when I post on my articles this week. It'll take no days off. Hey, listen, man, I got to get the news to the people. Everybody wants to know what happened because as soon as I'm be, I'll be honest with you, ironically, I posted up my score and I'm sure other people posted up their scores of the results of that game. And I'm getting people calling me like, yo, what happened? I'm like, listen, it, it is what it is. You know, and like I said, even today, saw a few different tweets of people saying, oh, you don't win state titles in December. No, you don't. <laughs> and, and listen, we could all sit here and feel sorry about what's going on in the Milton community. Um, and again, everybody's experiencing some things, but a lot of people also know that if the shoe was on the other foot to somebody else's program, there's some people over in that community who would care less about what's going on mm-hmm. at another community that wasn't there. So great point. That's just, that's, that's just something that, you know, it, it's not like it was, something that they lost it was something that was caused you know mm-hmm. and that's just how I look at it alright till next time we see you sooner or later I'm sure we see you sometime this week in one of these gems absolutely absolutely bro great talking to you as always I appreciate you having me oh man you a gem right like me man we, we're doing this so much everybody gonna think you you part of the show. You want to co-host. <laughs> I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the position I'm in, man. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you soon. Definitely. Take care. That man knows his stuff. True gym rat. Right now in Atlanta, I gotta say he the number one source on media to go to on anything. The only thing he don't have, I don't, I don't know. I ain't checked. His videos. He got the pit pictures. He got the Instagram. Editing the videos. I mean, editing the photos. Keep you updated throughout the whole game in, in real time. He got the articles. Familiar with all the players. God knows the stuff. He he doing them doing it very well. He came back to Atlanta and landed on his feet and some standing up tall and upright.
and building up that following base big time, man. I mean, he wanted a few guys in Atlanta just doing it right. And he I consider him one of the day ones. Got a lot of we got more meeting than we ever had in Atlanta now. And the heart of doing Genrad Insider, we didn't have this much media. We have a whole bunch of media. And I suspect a lot of these guys not doing it for the right reason. But the good thing about it, even if they're not doing it for the right, right reason, the kids getting exposure. It's blowing up basketball in Atlanta. It's exposing basketball in Atlanta. Exposing anything that's coming through Atlanta basketball-wise and promoting it. So even they're doing it for the wrong reason, I suspect some of these guys, not all of them, still benefiting the kids somewhat and had these kids feeling good about themselves and showing that hard work pay off so it's a, it's a good thing about that you know everybody can't be everywhere so you got all these guys covering these games hopefully they're not all covering the same games but you know we want to thank everybody on the show today Alfonso TLC putting on hospitality. Had some good eating in there. Had some good food in the hospitality room. Man, had some chicken in there. I don't even eat meat no more. That chicken was looking real good. I could tell how people was eating it. The chicken was good. So TLC put a good thing on, you know. The general over there, the five-star general. And Ryan, they put on a good event with, with Coach Thompson, Willer. I'm looking forward to next year event again already. And it's not even next year. But I want to thank everybody for listening to the show and downloading this and keep pushing up the show. Keep passing on, spreading on. I appreciate everybody because the show's growing tremendously. Adding on so much to the show. Keep sending your emails in. I appreciate y'all sending your emails in and, and comments and following and liking it. And just keep sharing it. Hope we get a couple more countries in. Listening to the show, downloading. We had the Netherlands and UK from across the pond, as people say. And more and more people listen to it from the States. We don't have all 50 states listening to this yet. But we'll get it one of these days. And you can find this in all your major podcasts are located and you can also find it at Jim Rad Insider website, jimradinsider.org. You can find this stuff at too, all these podcasts. And this episode nine and to next time. Appreciate you. Peace.